Our speaker this morning is Akmel Erastus. Did I get it right? <laughs> Not exactly a name that's too common in Killarney, but anyhow, we welcome you and your two friends that came with you this morning. I was so glad to see you. I was wondering whether I should think about a sermon, but uh, you showed up in time, so we appreciate that. He works among the Muslims and the Sikhs in Winnipeg, and we're looking forward to what he has to share for us, share with us, and what his friends will also possibly become part of the sermon. So welcome here. God bless you as you speak to us. Good morning, brothers and sisters. So I have two other friends with me. So this morning, three wise men from East. <laughs> so they, they will introduce themselves and I will uh, also. I don't know how wise we are, uh, but we are here. <laughs> My name is Shivaz. I'm from Pakistan. I came to Canada uh, 2008, and it's uh, going to be 10 years, so a decade here. Uh, I, I'm volunteering with the World Vision, and uh, we sponsor children. I have four children here with me. They are from India. And uh, if someone is interested today to sponsor a child to change a life in India, so uh, they can worship uh, like you over there, and uh, they can know the uh, Christ as well. Um, it's $39 a month, and uh, just like if uh, minimum or least, you have to sponsor for a, one year. If you are interested, see me after the service. I would uh, love to explain more about that. Thank you. Uh, hi, good morning all. I'm Nicholas and I'm from India. And I met Brother Akmal about one and a half year ago. And we kind of same, uh, like share uh, same vision of uh, spreading the word of God uh, among the six. Uh, and uh, for that, I would like you all to pray for us so that we are able to spread the word of uh, God among the sick people and so that they may also be able to know about the word of God. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you, brothers. Okay, so I'm Akmal, <laughs> A-K-M-A-L, Akmal. So came to Winnipeg about uh, five years ago, Winnipeg and Canada. And uh, about five and a half years ago, having no idea even Winnipeg exists in the world. And um, because um, when we wanted to come to Canada, God opened door for us. Uh, I applied to come to Canada as a skilled worker, uh, having no idea where to go in Canada because Canada is uh, such a big country. And... Uh, and then uh, I printed uh, a Canadian map and I showed it to my wife. I said, uh, her name is Sarah. So I said, in English you call Sarah, but in my language it's Sarah. So I said, Sarah, can you tell me uh, where we should go? So there are so many places. So she said, uh, okay, let's pray. And we started praying and then we found an interesting city in middle of Canadian map called Winnipeg. Oh, what kind of city this is. And we were praying and asking God, God, if this is the right city, right place where you want us to be, and, uh, and what happened, we were trying to find out uh, if uh, there are some 
Christian believers lives there. And we were searching uh, if there is a church in that city that we can join. And we found an uh, interesting website when we were searching church in city of Winnipeg. So we found website City Church in Winnipeg. So when we found this uh, website, we, we, we found email address also. So I sent them an email and they replied us. And they said, yes, this is a wonderful wonderful city, and there are wonderful, wonderful opportunity to reach out people. So, December 23rd, <laughs> we landed in cold Winnipeg, and uh, uh, you, you, can, you can think how cold it will be in our country. Uh, in summer, temperature is sometimes 50 plus Celsius, and, uh, and in, uh, in winter, when people start crying, it is very cold. The temperature could be minus one. <laughs> so, but when it will be minus 20 and you are there, so you need uh, just faith in God to survive. <laughs> so anyway, we came um, about five years ago in Winnipeg, and uh, one of our uh, hard desire was to, to reach out people because we found that God has brought Lots and lots of people, thousands of people from our part of the world, they came in this country. Every year, around uh, 300,000 uh, new immigrants came. Some of, some of them are skilled workers and many of them are refugees uh, in this part of the world. And, uh, and we found there is wonderful, wonderful opportunity to reach out to these people and tell them about Jesus. And almost half of them, they are Muslims. And many of them, they are sick. Sick people, you might have seen people who they have turban and they have beard and they carry a small dagger with them called karpan. So they, they are the sick people, S-I-K-H, not sick people, <laughs> sick people. <laughs> so yeah, sometimes uh, sometime, uh, our brothers, they call themselves sick people and they become angry. No, I'm not sick. <laughs> so... So anyway, uh, we found interesting thing that uh, about 20,000 Sikh people, they call themselves Punjabi also. 20,000 Punjabi people lives in Winnipeg. And around 10,000 Muslim people lives in Winnipeg. So around 30,000 people, they came from the same part of the world where we three people, we came. So we found there is wonderful opportunity to reach out these people and tell them about Jesus. By the way, uh, when I was coming here, uh, uh, I was talking with one of my friends uh, who born in Ireland, and I said, uh, we are going to Clarny. He said, this must be a very beautiful city, <laughs> must be a beautiful town. I said, how do you know? He said, because I, I born in original Clarny, <laughs> that's in Ireland. <laughs> so he said... Uh, so I like that. So, so it's really privileged to be here to uh, worship with you this morning and uh, to talk about uh, a little bit what we are doing uh, in that part uh, in Winnipeg and, uh, and then a little bit share uh, about us and uh, about Word of God. So today is uh, a wonderful day in the history of church. Maybe some of you know this is very, very important uh, in, in church history, and many churches, they, they are celebrating this day, this day. Do you know what day is today? Uh, 
other than Sunday. <laughs> Sorry, the day of Pentecost. So why why Pentecost, day of Pentecost is important? Any idea? Okay, so when Jesus came in this world, uh, he preached the gospel, tell the people about good news, and lots of people, they responded, and Jesus died on cross for us, and, uh, and Jesus uh, died and, uh, and buried and raised, and then after that, he gone to heaven. But church was not started yet. The church was only started on the day of Pentecost. So today, uh, that is 50th day, after the, the resurrection. So the, the word panty or pentagon or pent mean is 50, right? So, so that's why they were calling it uh, Pentecost, the 50th day. And, uh, and it's a very important day because the church, this is the, the, the birthday of the church. The church started in the world. And, uh, and 2,000 years are gone and church still exists. And, uh, and God is preparing his people uh, for the second coming of our Lord. And we know that our Lord will come day. Uh, one day he will come back and we will go with him. Uh, and, but one of, the, one of the purpose that we have to find that why God has called us in a church. What do you think why God has called us? We, we are church, right? So the, another word for church is ecclesia. So uh, the church, uh, okay, the church means people, like as a congregation we come and worship, but church is also building. So if you will think about uh, the people, not the building, so what is, and, and even for the building, what is purpose of this is? So that we will come and we have to do something when we come in the church. What is that? To worship. Okay, so... When we were uh, uh, listening this text this morning, and uh, you might uh, remember the text that uh, was read from the Bible, and, uh, and that text is uh, from Exodus, Old Testament, and, uh, and in this text uh, you, have, uh, you, you, you have find out that God was speaking to his faithful servant, Moses, and God said, Moses, you have to go to Pharaoh, the king, and uh, you have to tell, tell him that let my people go so that they will, they will do something. They will worship me. So this interesting word worship is uh, when in Hebrew text, when the original text where the Old Testament was written, the, the, the actual words are abid, abid. In English, abid. The D is a little bit harder sound than, than Arabic or than, uh, than Hebrew. So, Ibid, its meaning is uh, to, to worship, but the, the original text meaning is to, to serve. And uh, the serve and worship is uh, having the, the same meaning in the original text uh, of worship. When we, we come, to, uh, come to church, we come for worship. So worship means is we come to serve. But serve what? We have to serve God. So we, we do serve God by worshiping him. So, uh, so sometimes uh, I, I, I found like people, they think, 
when we sing song and we, we play music, so that's part of the worship. But actually, the worship is uh, a little bit uh, uh, bigger word. Uh, it's, not, it's not just uh, we have to uh, sing the song and uh, worship this way. When we pray, we, we worship as well. So even in my language, the, the word abis, uh, that is coming from uh, the language uh, that uh, Nicholas Nicholas speak Hindi more, <laughs> but uh, Shabazz and me, our national language in Pakistan is Urdu. So Urdu is a mixture of Persian and uh, Arabic uh, and Hindi. And uh, in Urdu language, uh, there is uh, also another word for a worshipper. They call it, uh, for worshipping, they call it abadas. Abadas and someone who, who, do, who is doing abadas is called abid. So Abid is the same root, Abid, uh, is meaning worshipper. But uh, the original text is, uh, when it's look at, what does it mean is, its meaning is to, to be slave and uh, to, to serve, of someone who serve. And, uh, but serving. So the, the, the word serving that is in, uh, uh, in, in Hebrew text more, is uh, talking about serving uh, is more than more, more than like a paid job is uh, is uh, to be a slave and all of you know that there is difference between slave and uh, and a servant so can someone tell me what is difference between save and serv- slave and servant is there is there any difference between these two words Uh, yes. So, choi- the, 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 who is having choice? Servant is having choice, right? He can leave job also, right? So, but slave is having no choice. And, uh, and often, slaves is not paid for his, uh, for his work because he is property of his master. So, when the word worship is used, that is more close to being slave. And, uh, and we must not forget that... Uh, uh, the people of Israel, uh, Israel, Israelites, they were, uh, they were slave in Egypt. They were doing slavery. And God sent uh, Moses telling him that, Moses, you have to go and tell the Pharaoh that let my people go so that they will worship me. In another meaning, uh, Moses was going to tell Pharaoh that these people who are your slave are no longer your slave. They have to be slave of their God. They have to be servant of their God. So, so that, that's what. And then this word is not only just used there when God is speaking to uh, Moses saying, okay, you go and tell the Pharaoh, let my people go so that they will worship me. This word is repeat more than one time. Uh, like Exodus 7.16, the word worship is repeated again. Then uh, 8.1, it is again Moses went and then let my people go so that they will worship me. And then 8.20 and 9.1. So this word is repeated again and again. And Moses was going again and again to Pharaoh, telling him, let my people go so that they will worship me. So, so what happened when Moses was uh, among the king? 
who was having these people and considering, okay, I have to take all the hard labor, hard jobs to be done by these people. Uh, and he found, oh, they are no longer going to, uh, going to serve me. So he was not happy with this idea. And so that's why uh, later on, uh, Moses has to go again and again to him. So this, this word, uh, worship, and uh, to serve, uh, so how, how it's happened? So in Exodus uh, 8.25, it's saying when Moses, he talked to, uh, to Pharaoh, he was not happy first. He made their uh, life even more miserable, more difficult. And, uh, and then after that, uh, uh, you might remember that 10 different kinds of plagues uh, came in Egypt. And last one was uh, very, very hard for the Egyptian people because their firstborn were died. And, uh, and what happened? By the, uh, by the passage of time, what happened? Moses, he has to uh, go to Pharaoh again. So, so when Pharaoh, he found, okay, now I'm a little bit uh, uh, angry. I want these people go. So chapter Exodus chapter 8, verse 25 here, he was giving him an idea. He said, go sacrifice to your God here in the land. So Moses, he was not fully agree first. He was uh, a little bit part of his was agree. He said, okay, you go. Because um, the Egyptian people, they were coming to the king and saying the, the whole country is going to be destroyed with these plagues. So, so therefore, uh, therefore, let these people go. So finally he said, okay, you come and you go and uh, worship, uh, worship your God, uh, serve your God uh, in, the sa- in the land. And, and he was telling him, okay, here are the Egyptian people and you have to go and do the similar way they are doing. But Moses, he refused his idea. He said, no, no, uh, I'm not going to accept your, uh, uh, your offer we have to go and uh, worship him uh, far, and we have to travel three days and go uh, at a distance and worship him. So, but here is uh, another thing that uh, we learn from this. Sometime we want to worship God, and uh, we have to look around the, the people who don't worship God, actually. And uh, we sometimes adopt the ways they uh, wanted to serve. And, uh, but God wants us to be different. So, therefore, uh, this idea, okay, you go and worship in the land, uh, was not acceptable. So, uh, because when God has called us to worship him, his way to serve is uh, a different way of the world serve. And uh, so, therefore, the calling to serve, first thing we need to be, uh, uh, needs to be verified from the word of God, the way we serve, because the way we serve is not necessarily uh, uh, the same way the people of this world serve. So therefore, people, they have to go out of Egypt and they have to serve God. Now, second thing, uh, what happened is, Exodus 8.28, he also gave a different option. Pharaoh gave a different option. He said, okay, you go, but don't go too far. Just be near. So here is another thing. Uh, Moses was given option. Okay, you go. uh, You serve your God, but don't go very far. Uh, You must be near somewhere. So, but when we we serve God, serving God is that we have to 
walk with our God, walk in his way, and uh, walk the way our Lord wants us to be. And for this purpose, we need to be uh, serving him and be too far, as far as he wants us to be. Remember in Old Testament, there was a man named Enoch, in my language, Hanuk. <laughs> he was walking with God. So what happened? He was, con- he was not just walking one day, right? He was, he was walking with God, continue for a long time. And, uh, and one day, what happened? He was gone up. God said, okay, Enoch, you walk enough with me. Now you stay with me. So he was walking with God, and he continued walking with God, make us, uh, make us uh, take us to a good standard that is acceptable to God. So our walk should be as much as God wants us to walk with him. So it should not be, let's say, okay, I have to worship uh, 10 minutes, and then I am tired, I am feeling sleepy in the church, right? So uh, if we have to... Uh, if we have to serve our God, uh, we have to reach to his standard, how much service he wants from us. It's, it's, uh, it's not limited because sometimes we look at our watch and we say, okay, I have many other important things to do. But our God wants us that we serve him with full heart and our whole life and whole work is for his devotion. And this devotion is not just that we have to come, to, uh, come for the Sunday service, and then we have to wait for another Sunday that we will, okay, we will come and we will worship. So it means that whether we are worshiping here, we are singing song, we are praying, we are learning from the word of God, whether we are working in a factory, whether we are working in a field, whether we are driving car, whatever we are doing, we are representing our God and we are serving him. And our whole life is to serve him. So it is not a short uh, short distance that we have to cover. As long as we live in our life, we have to serve our God. Now, another thing uh, uh, happened again. So, uh, when Moses said, no, no, we have to go, really go far. We, we, we just don't go just a short distance. We have to go far and uh, we have to serve him. So, uh, Pharaoh was not happy with that idea. He said, no, no, you, you can't go. So he sent, sent him back and, he, and then uh, going through furthermore disaster, he called him again. He said, okay, um, now you, uh, I, I want to tell you that uh, only men can go. You go and serve your God where you want, but only men can go. So that's in uh, Exodus chapter 10 and verse 11. In 10 11, you will find that uh, King Pharaoh he was having a, a, a new idea. So he said, okay, you want to go, you want to go far to serve your God, you worship your God, but only men will go. So here it's, uh, we found there that this idea was not acceptable because Moses, he suddenly rejected this. He said, no, 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 not only men. The whole family will go. So this raises another question for us when we come for the worship of God. Uh, who can worship? Only men? Or only women? Or only children? No, whole family, right? So in some of the Eastern religion like Islam, you will find, if you will study a little bit Islam, who these Muslim people are and how they worship, only Muslim men, they go in the mosque, 
for for worshiping and many other uh, other religion only this is men's job but uh, bible teaches us uh, through even through old testament that not only men this is not the job of head of the family the women and children and everybody in the family must serve god but it's also raises uh, uh, raise uh, uh, an impo- important question for us that uh, where is our family in the service of god where are our children are they serving god are they worshiping god or are they not worshiping god if they are not worshiping god then we needs to be careful we needs to do we needs to take some step for that we needs to ask god what we can do uh, for our family so that because god standard for worship is uh, not is not that uh, only men will go and worship or only certain people will go and worship or only elderly people go and worship he want the whole family to come and worship him now then we, there was one more interesting thing happen uh in uh, chapter 10 and verse 24 uh you will find that uh moses was called again and uh, pharaoh said okay you come back so you were saying uh, you want to go men want to go i first said you not accepted and uh, you said whole family will go okay whole family can go and worship you can go far uh to worship your god but uh, you have to leave everything behind only people go worship serious and come back so moses did not accept this idea why because that was not god standard so uh he was called and said leave your flock and your herd behind and you go and worship lord so brothers and sisters our god do not want only our lip service so he 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 do not just want that uh, okay we will come we will worship him and then we will go back so when we come to worship you know that uh, we also uh, do uh, other things to serve we we give offering right so we give offering and uh, how much we give to god is also like it's depend on our financial situation that's true but also uh, it's depend how much we love god through our other through our wealth whatever because whatever as a as a follower of jesus christ we believe that whatever we have today is not my own right so we we don't just only give him 10% or whatever percent of uh, our, our money uh we god has given us, us everything so so how much we can give back to god is just uh, one way to saying him thank you god uh what you have given me i am going to give you back uh one of my friend told me uh, an interesting uh, a funny joke he said one day uh, a 100 dollar bill and 5 dollar bill they were uh, fighting with with each other and 100 dollar bill was saying uh, i am uh, important and rich people keep me in their wallet and uh, and then uh, because i i am important so i have more value so the 5 dollar was saying no i am more valuable uh, and better because mostly people they they put me in the church offering plate <laughs> so <laughs> so i have value in the house of god so uh, so the point here is uh, when moses was asked okay uh, you can go family can go 
children can go, women can go, men can go, but you leave your uh, wealth behind. But that was not acceptable, right? So uh, Moses said, no, we all, we all should go. And uh, whatever we have, it's for the service of God. So, so no matter we, uh, how much money, how much wealth, how much land, how much property uh, we have, everything that is we have today is, came from God originally, right? So when we, we have to use uh, whatever we have for his service, we, we need to be generous as our God is generous with, me, with us. So Psalm 103 verse 1 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. And this also raises an important question for us, that how much we love our God through our money, through our property, whatever we have. So, so today we, we, we learn that uh, the worship, uh, God has called us in the church, in the body of Christ, for serving him, for worshiping him. And, uh, and worship means is to serve. And this, this question, uh, this, uh, what is importance of this question to worship is that when people of, uh, these people, they were called out of the slavery and the purpose was to uh, worship God. So this question was repeated again. Remember when these people, they, they were out of Egypt and then finally Moses was died and God raised another person, his name was Joshua, who has to lead the people. And Joshua, what happened with Joshua? That Joshua, he has to lead the people to promised land. And when people entered there, so this question was raised by Joshua once again. He said, okay. He said, now you have to, you have to decide today to whom you want to serve. And uh, in one version it's saying to whom you want to worship. In my language it's saying uh, uh, to whom you want to do ibadat. Uh, ibadat means to, to serve, to worship. So he, he asked them, you want to serve the, the idols or the, 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 the false gods that you were, your forefathers were worshipping before? Or you want to work one true God, Jehovah? And, uh, and they said, we want to serve him. And he said, but he is a jealous God. Remember, you have, if you want to serve him, you have to follow all his, uh, uh, his instructions and all his rules. And uh, it might be hard for you, but... As for me and my family, we will worship God. So that's what Joshua reminded the people. And they said, no, no, we will, we will worship the God. And he said, but if you will not follow him, he will uh, discipline you also. He will punish you. And uh, they, they were still agree. They said, no, we want to worship God. This question was again raised and repeated to people so that they will know that people are called to worship God. So brothers and sisters, we are in the body of Christ. We call ourselves church, right? So there is a purpose behind why God has called us. And, and no matter from which part of the world, three of us who are uh, here with you today, we call you our brothers and sisters. And why? Because we are church, right? And, uh, and one church, one body of Christ. No matter if someone is born in India or in Pakistan, or in Africa, or in, in Germany, or in Ireland, or in Killarney maybe, uh, in Canada. We all are, who are called, we are church, part of the church, right? And we are members of the, the body of Christ. And, uh, and God has a special purpose for us, calling uh, his children, his family, his church. And the main reason is that we will worship him. And worship 
God is to, to worship uh, with everything that we have is uh, whether uh, our children, our family, our wealth, everything we have, we have to worship God through him. We have to glorify his name. So let's pray. God Father, we thank you that you have called us to worship you. And, uh, and Lord, uh, you have not only uh, called to worship you uh, by lips, only by mouth, but you want us to worship you with our heart also, with our heart and everything we have. And Lord, thank you that uh, through your word you have reminded us that this, is, uh, this worship required uh, some, some work, that we don't have to work for a short time. We have to go far. It takes time. So we have to worship you for the rest of our life. And we don't have to worship you for 10 minutes or 5 minutes. Lord, we have to worship you for unlimited time. And we know that in this world we worship you. And when we will uh, be with our Lord, we will die, we will be before you, we will worship you in eternity. Lord, help us to understand that this is an important thing that we have to do, not on, in this earth, but we have to do it forever. And if we will uh, not do this in this world, then we will know how to do this uh, in eternity. Lord, help us uh, to understand also that our worship is with everything that you have given us, we worship you with that. And Lord, we, we, we pray that you bless our brothers and sisters in Clarny, uh, in this church, in this congregation. Lord, we pray that uh, your church will continue to grow and, uh, and your church will continue to spread the good news around this town. And Lord, you bless our brothers and sisters in this congregation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you very much.